Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Check out these next few episodes, The View, and allow yourself to be provoked and challenged. Are you seeing things from his point of view? And is that view becoming more and more your habitual way of seeing things? We don't want our past or anything else to constantly be exalting itself over the knowledge of God. We want to know Him, walk with Him, be made ready to go with Him, and we want it to be the true fight of our life, the fight of faith. Take hold of these next episodes, and I look forward to our journey together deeper in this way. Love you all. As you listen to today's episode, please make note that I have listed a scripture incorrectly. I gave the address of 2 Peter 1, 4, but the correct address is 1 Peter 4, 1, and 2 out of the Amplified Classic. Please make note. What view are you looking from? Where do you sit and what do you see? Now, we're still in the fight of our life, but we are continuing on. And now we continue in this way, the view. What view are you looking from? We talked in the last few episodes and we began to open up about the mind of Christ, renewing our minds, Paul said, in view of the mercies of God. Present yourself as a living and holy sacrifice. He had quite a view, didn't he? He had quite a view, didn't Paul? He said, in view of all the mercies of God. He could have said, take it from me, someone who murdered and molested and persecuted, imprisoned the church, Take it from me in view of all the mercies of God and the amazing view of his goodness that would bring us to repentance. And one of the most striking, again, I'm not doing a full expository teaching, but one of the most striking aspects of true repentance is this word metanoia. And we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, as we go through the view. Because what view you are looking from? Are you still looking from the view of how things happened in your childhood? A view from a religious theology? A a view of just how you currently feel today, depending on the mood? Is that your view? Is it a mood view? (laughs) Is it a view that no matter how much you study and no matter how many Bible studies you are a part of and that you go to and how many podcasts you listen to, when the pressure comes, that same old view comes up. So we use this word, you know, that when we get triggered, right? And that means there's some post-trauma stress that's coming up that I lived through something maybe so intense previously in my life that the view I have is the view that left its mark upon me. In my book, From Trauma to Trust, I talk about the fact that even though I lived now hundreds of miles from my abuser, the trauma tattoo that he had left on me was still bleeding ink 
all over my life. My friends, that view from that trauma can constantly come up for us. Therefore, that's the view that we keep seeing from, but that has to shift. That has to be dealt with. And if I may say so very strongly and provokingly on purpose is that a death blow has to come to it because how the mind of the flesh was formed and fashioned in our years growing up this hostile mind, this hostile view, Romans 8 says the mind of the flesh, it's not just that it won't submit to God, it can't. It has a hostility virus within it. And therefore, the view that I see from, though I may say amen, preach it brother, (laughs) no matter what I may say, when the pressure comes, when everything begins to pop, This is the view that comes up for me. This is what would come up for you. And so therefore we cannot really allow a path to be cleared within us and that we can live in our greatest depths of oneness with him because when the pressure comes, that's the view that reasserts itself quite violently oftentimes in us and then through us, and then spews out onto everyone around us and everything. Maybe that we have spent a great bit of time trying to build, we can tear down in a moment, in a day, in a conversation, in a mood. And so this view that I'm speaking of, I can assure you, is still under that umbrella of the episodes previous, the fight of your life. My friends, we're in the fight of our life. Meaning, will we fight the right fight? Will we allow for the true life of Christ within us to mature to where his thoughts are our thoughts? Because we're born of him. We are one with him. We now have the mind of Christ. And so this striking repentance that comes to us like lightning, revelation breaks in on us. We can never see things the same again. We will never be the same again. Metanoia has come. And it is a gift to us, this metanoia, this view of God. You see, whenever I open up Cross Encounter, uh, whenever I sometimes speak somewhere for the very first time, I will talk about how we must see everything from his point of view So I say, why don't you come and have a seat at his table so that you can begin to hear from him, that you can begin to uh, see things from his point of view. And so I believe that Paul, uh, out of Romans 12, 1 and 2, when he said, in view of the mercies of God, present yourself as a living and holy sacrifice, goes into verse 2. Let us be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So I'm going to share some things with you uh, in this next set of episodes called The View. This is The View 1.0. It is the continuation of where we began with the fight of your life. So I want you to stay with me in this. I want you to Uh, be sure to go into the the show notes, the episode notes, and click where it says Conversation Guide and 
take a look at those provoking questions and what's going to provoke thought with him. It's not something that I will say to you now, you need to do this. What do you need to change? What do you need to do? No, sit with him. Let those provoking thoughts and questions from him begin to, um, you know, come where he can talk with you. I do not promote uh, where you just go in, you get you some Bible verses, you just try to remember these things. No, I'm talking about your oneness with him in the deepest, most private place of your existence is spirit to spirit. Deep is calling unto deep. And he is going to begin to pinpoint where your view might still be so deeply affected by trauma. But really and truly, my friends, it is where it is still deeply saturated in the depravity of man. Because whether you've had trauma or you haven't, listen to me very carefully. This is a part of the view. From his point of view, everyone is born with a mind that is completely a set way of thinking, whether be it good or evil, that is in complete hostility to his way of thinking. So whether you've had the most pristine life or you would say that you've had a filthy, rough, raw upbringing, either way, it's the same side I'm sorry, it's the different sides of the same coin. Because the mind of the flesh, whether it be good or evil, negative or positive, it is still the mind of the flesh. A quarter is a quarter, though it be heads and tails, it's still a quarter. So the mind of the flesh is in deep need of being exposed because I, I want to introduce this thought to you that the mind of the flesh cannot be renewed. That's what the scripture said. It's not just that it won't submit to God. It can't. So I'm going to remind you again, there's a crucifixion coming. That thinking, that view that emanates up from the depravity of man where he thought he could be the reference point for all things, where he would be God. See, that mind that we're all born with, the mind of the flesh, it cannot be renewed. It's going to be, if you will, replaced. There's an exchange that happens. When you become alive to God, when you are born again, remember the mind of the flesh came in when you were born in Adam the first time. To have a new mind, you must be born again. Now you have the mind of Christ. So let me bring this on home, make this real. You have the mind of Jesus. You have the mind of the Son so that you can live as a son. And when this begins to be exposed and we begin to realize, wait just a minute, I, I don't need to just have a better attitude. I need an entirely new framework, a new view of everything. And oh, my friends, when you begin to realize that is your need, because if we are going to be a people who has been made ready, who have been made ready for him, 
This is one of those meanings. Now refer back. Remember, we are in a continuation of this uh, preparatory work. Make ready a people for the Lord in spirit. Doesn't that sound magnificent? Well, now let's shift gears. We've got to get now down in, if you will, the trenches of the exposure of thinking that says, well, I've just always known God. No, my friends, no one has always known God. Maybe God has always known you, but you have not always known him. Oftentimes people say to me, well, Nancy, I've just always had a heart for God. No, you have not. No, no one is born with a heart for God. You must be born again to receive a new spirit, a new heart, a new mind, a new nature. Okay, so I want you to stay with me in this and to realize that, and there's no condemnation in this. It's just the factual aspects of that we have come to believe things and to have a view of things that are not true. No one has always had a heart for God. Because when you look at, for instance, you think, oh, I just need to go from having a bad attitude to having a good attitude. I need to stop being so negative. I need to be more positive. My friends, that is not the same as the mind of Christ. We are very clear when we look into the scriptures. One of the places that I draw attention to quite often and if I misquote the scripture address, we'll get it corrected in the next episode. In 2 Peter 1, 4, where it talks about having the mind to suffer, the mind to endure, it says that Jesus would rather suffer than fail to please God. My friends, that's an aspect of the mind of Christ. That is not the same as positive thinking. Once he begins to bring an exposure, as you sit with him, okay, you sit with him. Now, you may grab your coffee in the morning, and you may sit with him uh, at your table, and that becomes now the physical form of the secret place. But, my friends, you're seated with him in heavenly places. So guess where your view must come from is from that, that oneness with him, where you're seated with him. So many people say to me, oh, Nancy, I just hope I do more good than bad. You know, I'm just hoping I make it to heaven. I'm like, are you born again? And they're like, yes. I'm like, you do know you're already there. Okay, next. Okay, so it's like, I, we're not trying to get to heaven. I'm not hoping I get to heaven. I'm not trying to work enough to where I can get there and get, you know. No, no, I'm seated right now in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2. Okay, do you, do you feel a shift in your view? Okay, so if you already know that you're seated with him in heaven, heavenly places, could you begin to have a viewpoint, a viewpoint uh, from that vantage point, if you will? You see, he is up to something. <laughs> and actually, I'm going to say the scripture again and again, and I'm not apologizing. Zechariah 2.13 says, quiet, shh, quiet before God, shh, silence everyone. Something's afoot in God's holy house. He is on the move. Holy shift. My friends, he's telling flesh to be quiet. 
It will not counsel him. It will not limit him. It will not dictate to him. It will not correct him. The mind of the flesh, that thinking, which is what dictates that kind of feeling or those kinds of emotions, those kinds of decisions, my friends, it, it's coming to an end. And in this set of episodes, the view, and this is the view 1.0, I just want to introduce as we deepen in this, that there is a striking metanoia that is coming to you that you will see as he sees. Now, whether or not you will choose and come into agreement with him as he brings exposure to that which is exalting itself above him, right? That decision is yours. That is a massive part of discipleship is you're, you're brought to places of decision. This is not some glamorous work. This isn't some, you know, pie in the sky. No, no, this is about the true forming of Jesus Christ inside of you, my friends, that you might live like him, with him, in oneness with him, and move together. There is a way being made ready inside of you. You're in the inner fight of your life, and the view that you see everything from is a major aspect of that. So I pray that you will stay with me in this. I pray that you'll go and uh, look at the show notes and find in there the conversation guide, and you'll check out the the questions. I, you might even want to go to the NMM shop and maybe check out the journals that are there. Maybe you're going to begin to write. There's one that's a holy shift journal, one that says on assignment. I believe there might be one that says slow fire on the front because I assure you that's what you're in, the slow fire process of real, true discipleship. So you might want to go over to the NMM shop and order some journals and begin to really take very seriously this investment into making yourself ready or allowing him to make you ready because he's coming at a new depth. His love for you is so, so magnificent. And Ephesians 4.15 says that enfolded in love, let us grow up. And if we're going to be mature people, we want to mature in our minds. 1 Corinthians 14.20. So stay with me, my friends, and certainly stay with him as we go forward in this. The View. Until next time. Thank you for listening today. Before we go, I have one final ask and a new bit of info. If you like our content here at Tent Talk, hit the share button to tell someone about it and subscribe at nancymccready.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss another episode. Also, be sure to look in the episode notes and see where you can download the conversation guide. There you will find questions and you will be able to use those with your friends, your team, your small group. And we hope that it really does provoke you deeper into your process of life with him. All of our podcasts here at Tent Talk are listener supported and your gifts at nancymccready.com are greatly appreciated. Thanks for joining me here and I look forward to our next time together.
For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.